Hello everyone, my name is Brittany Lord and welcome to Elevated Elegance, a mental health podcast to help you transcend life's adversities, manage mental health concerns, and add grace into your life. This podcast is for education purposes only and is not meant to replace services provided by an LPC and other mental health professional services. Hello everyone. Today's podcast, I will be talking about mindfulness. This is a therapeutic technique that I use with some of my clients. Um, And I also like to use this in my own personal life. So this podcast, I will be going over, you know, what mindfulness is, um, some ways you can practice mindfulness, and some of the benefits. So I guess I'll start by saying, for those who are not familiar with this practice, essentially mindfulness is a state of active, open attention to the present moment. And this state is described as observing one's thoughts and feelings without being judgmental of those thoughts and feelings. You know, just letting them pass. Don't label them as good or bad. They're just thoughts and they're just feelings. I won't bore you with the historical background of this practice, um, but I will say that there is, um, this practice actually came from, I think, Hindu and Buddhist beliefs. With that being said, um, it was brought into Western culture by John Kabat-Zinn. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, He was a professor at the University of Massachusetts Medical School in the 70s. Um, And then he developed a program called Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction um, to treat chronic pain. So with his patients, they're in chronic pain And oftentimes, his patients would try to avoid pain, um, but he discovered that avoidance would lead to deeper distress. So he implemented practicing mindfulness as a more successful approach to pain reduction. All right, so mindfulness is now a part of, you know, therapeutic techniques. Um, Like I said in the beginning, I've used this with some of my clients, and I use it personally. This practice is, well, has been integrated into mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, um, dialectical behavior therapy, um, acceptance and commitment therapy, and there's there's other therapies, theories out there that implement this as well, but that's just three of them. So, what is mindfulness? Mindfulness encompasses two ingredients, which is awareness and acceptance. So awareness is the knowledge and the ability to focus attention on one's inner processes and experiences, such as the experiences of the present moment. So you're creating awareness to what is currently happening in your immediate surroundings or within yourself. And then acceptance is the ability to observe and accept things for what it is. So accept your thoughts and feelings and try to avoid making any judgments on these. So being objective about your thoughts and feelings. So moving on to the purpose of mindfulness. So generally speaking, mindfulness is 
essentially the goal is to cultivate a perspective on one's consciousness and identity that can bring greater peace and relaxation greater peace mentally and greater peace relationally because if you think about it you're implementing a practice to become non-judgmental so you're, you're beginning with yourself you're not judging your thoughts you're not judging your feelings you're not labeling these feelings and thoughts as bad or good and you can extend that objectivity or non-judgmental perspective to other people as well you know you're seeing things for what it is and not prescribing it as bad or good so overall there's the idea that this approach can help provide you with more peace mentally and relationally so in a therapy setting you know mindfulness based practices or techniques um, can be used to reduce stress anxiety or pain or you know help the patient or client become more relaxed so earlier I did bring up meditation so I just want to make a key clarification here because a lot of people may misconceptualize mindfulness as meditation but mindfulness is a form of meditation so meditation you have the goal of using various practices to quiet your mind or to achieve a higher level of consciousness one of those being mindfulness so then you have mindfulness which can be cultivated using meditation or not um you can use mindfulness in essentially any activity going on a walk riding a bike you can use mindfulness even in engaging in a conversation with somebody else so it's essentially you staying present in the moment that's what mindfulness is don't think about your past don't think about your future stay present in what's currently going on around you make sense Okay, so moving on to practicing mindfulness. So I'm just going to go ahead and use meditation as a starting point because um, I feel like that's the easiest example to use. So to cultivate a state of mindfulness, you can begin by sitting down and taking deep breaths and focus on each breath and the sensations of the moment, the sounds going on around you, what you can smell, the temperature, and the feeling of air passing in and out of your body. Create that sense of presence, not worrying about the past or the future. So you can use this exercise to cultivate a state of mindfulness and just practice being present. Start small. Just practice, sit there, and take deep breaths and focus on that cultivating presence so after you do this and have a little bit of practice you're gonna have thoughts and feelings that come up um, you can't shut off your brain so obviously you're gonna be thinking about something I say that because there's a misconception that meditation means stopping your thoughts you can't stop your thoughts that's literally impossible your brain would have to stop working in order for that to be possible but the goal is, it's not to stop your thoughts, it's to be non-judgmental about them. So allow each thought to exist without judging it or ascribing any negativity to it. It's just a thought. Let it come and go. We don't have to dwell on it. We don't have to say, this is a bad thought, I shouldn't have this thought. With those thoughts that come up that you cannot control, 
there's going to be some type of emotional reaction to it, right? Once again, the goal isn't to shut off your thoughts. It's not to shut off your emotions, but to explore. Explore the response. Explore the thoughts and feelings. This could be an opportunity to address or resolve underlying challenges that you may be having. Why did this thought come up? Why am I having this emotional response to this thought? Use this activity as a means to create self-awareness and reflect. Reflect why you have these feelings. Okay, so doing this and implementing this practice, you are essentially creating awareness. Awareness of your thoughts, awareness of your emotions. So next step is creating acceptance. And you do that by avoiding, judging, or pushing away um, unpleasant thoughts. Don't push it away. Figure out why you're having those thoughts. Explore that. What could be the reason behind that? Learn how to deal with those emotions. Learn how to process those emotions. Don't avoid it. Don't numb it out. Process it. Again, learning to accept it. Accept it and try to instill some peace. If you don't process your thoughts and emotions, essentially you're going to be living your life on autopilot. You're allowing your thoughts and emotions to control you when you should be utilizing them to propel yourself forward in the direction that you want to go. You sit there and try to avoid your emotions. You're going to be spending more time trying to avoid it than doing the things that you actually want to do. Because you're trying to avoid this painful emotion, you're actually going against what you really want. So the the goal is to learn to sit with these emotions. Learn to accept these emotions. And then therefore, move in a direction that is more peaceful and conducive to where it is that you want to be in life and what it is that you're trying to do in life. So let's get a little bit more practical here. So I'm going to use the example of anxiety. Anxiety consists of worrying about the future, worrying about future events that you have no control over, essentially, right? You might worry so much about the future that you actually don't engage in the activities that are beneficial to you out of fear, right? So where mindfulness comes into play, okay, so you're sitting there, you find yourself getting wrapped up in thinking about the future and it's causing you a very strong emotional response. Um, If you know anything about anxiety or having anxiety attacks, you can have a full body experience, uh, physiological experiences, heart racing, um, might feel a little dizzy, um, palm sweating, that type of stuff. You might feel chest pains too, just depending on how intense it is, right? Mindfulness can help you to stop engaging in those worry worrisome thoughts about the future that you have no control over mindfulness will bring you back to the present moment so you can do what you got to do and essentially um mindfulness can help distract you from those worrisome thoughts about the future 
And as I stated earlier, it can help you to relax. Relax your mind. Stop dwelling on things. Stop judging your thoughts. They're just thoughts. They're just feelings. Let it come, let it go. So other benefits of mindfulness are lowering stress levels, reducing harmful ruminating thoughts, and protecting against depression and anxiety. So those are two concerns that mindfulness can specifically address. And one thing I love about mindfulness is, you know, the part where I'm saying you can use this in any um, activity. Like I said, um, there's a lot of misconception that this is meditation, but it doesn't have to be meditation. You can use mindfulness on your walk. You go strolling through the neighborhood, um, you know, just being mindful of the trees, the wind, the pavement beneath your feet. You might step on a rock that's uncomfortable, you know. It takes your minds off of thinking so much about the future or things in the past that you might feel guilty about, that might be making you depressed, stuff like that. It helps calm your mind. So my goal in using this technique in therapy is to help people to understand and cope with uncomfortable emotions. So many people try to avoid all these uncomfortable emotions to the point where they're just holding it in and then wonder why they have random outbursts because they don't know how to sit with their emotions they don't know how to reflect on their emotions they don't know how to overcome these uncomfortable emotions so that is my goal and that is my goal for you all to stop avoiding uncomfortable emotions learn to sit with them Avoiding them is only going to make it worse. You're creating an empathetic and non-judgmental environment for yourself. And that will naturally transition outwards to the people in your surroundings. It's helping you create a self-awareness. And then again, cultivating empathy and compassion. That same empathy and compassion that you have towards your emotions and your thoughts will also be applied to other people, you know, when you practice this enough. And, you know, honestly, there is so much more I could say about mindfulness, but I don't want to run this podcast too long. I keep, I I try to keep them between 10 and 15 minutes long. So with that being said, I will close out this lovely session with you guys by saying, If you need or looking for a way to create more peace within your life, more peace with your emotions, use mindfulness. And if you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment 